0: Hey friends, here we are today talking about counting calories. Do you need to count calories to feel good in your body? That's what we're going to dive into. And then I'm going to break it down a little bit more with three reasons why um, you might want to explore a different approach. Okay. First, do we need to, do you need to count calories? And then some other reasons like diving a little deeper. This is the Holy Healthy Mama podcast, where moms show up to live their healthiest lives. In season two, we are going to put a hard stop to feeling uncomfortable in your skin for one day or one second longer. If you ask me, God has a beautiful plan for each and every one of us. It's time to lean into that plan, take messy action, and show the heck up for yourself. Oh, and who am I? I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom weight loss expert, military spouse, and mom of three. Let's do this, friend. Okay, so a quick reminder, the Master Easy Meals mini course is open, it's live, it is waiting for you so you can change meals so they work for your body. This is a super Easy, quick, tangible mini course so you finally feel good in your body, feel confident, and have a dang plan so you stop guessing. So that Master Easy Meals course is linked below and so far, everybody who has been through it is loving it and I cannot wait for you to get in there so you change your meal time for good. And now, also... I just want to tell you again, this episode goes on to my private Facebook group and it goes into my podcast. So if you hear me say comment or if you, you know, say, you know, just just keep that in mind. Okay. (laughs) All right. So do you need to count calories? So whenever you are looking up (sighs) any sort of a plan, or any sort of information about losing weight, weight management, how, how to gain weight appropriately for pregnancy, any of those, you are going to find this saying. And it drives me bonkers. It drives me absolutely nuts. Calories in equals calories out. So that is implying that the calories you take in must Be less or equal to the calories you burn, right? So um, you burn calories by eating, by sleeping, by breathing, by moving, and then exercise. Exercise is definitely what you think of first and foremost, but just the day-to-day, day-to-day life also requires energy. That's what calories are. Calories is just a measurement of energy. So that's saying calories in equals calories out. Well, so the food you're eating has energy. You put it into your body and your body has to do something with that energy. And you can't just destroy it. It doesn't just disappear. So your body has to use it in some way. And the way that your body uses energy is by storing it as fat or other ways or using it, burning it. Think of like the heat that comes off of you. That is energy. When you're exercising, you're burning it. But here's the thing. Calories in does not always equal calories out. It's not just this simplified tipping scale where you ate more, you got to burn more. Ate less, all right, you get to sit around today. It doesn't work that well. Your body's fantastic at regulating, but there's so many more things to it. It gets so much more complicated. So right there, I gave you the answer to that first question. Do you need to count calories to manage your weight, whether, you know, appropriate gain, appropriate loss, or even just like feeling good? Do you need to count calories for that? I'm I kind of gave you the answer. The answer I'm going to give you is no, because there's so many other ways to assess. So calories in does not always equal calories out. So these I'm going to now go into those three extra things to kind of help you process this a little bit more because it's still, if you've been somebody who, if you're somebody who's tried calorie counting in the past successfully, or you feel like you failed it and you just could have done it a little better, you know, it, you might still be holding on to the fact that, you know, you've got to count calories. And I just want to tell you these extra three things to make you internalize this fact that, you don't really need to because your body is more complicated than just that tipping scale, okay, and so uh just recently in the Facebook group, I put up a poll and asked you guys, you know, let me see I said um oh, I don't know, I don't have it pulled up, but like would you rather?" would you rather count calories or something else? And then there were a whole bunch of options. Like, would you rather count your vegetable intake, your water intake, anything else? And most of you actually said vegetable intake. So that was kind of cool because that is part of, Um, the baby weight method that I teach you is like really looking at that in um, looking at the vegetable intake and fruit intake and just overall meal components. It's not real. It's not restrictive. It's not obsessive. There's no way to obsess over it like you can with calories. And then also in the master easy meals, mini course, I will give you the setup for that. It doesn't go as deep as the baby weight program, but the Master Easy Meals course, mini course is totally effective for getting you from counting calories to just focusing on food. All right, so that was just a little side note. If you you are interested in either of those, click the link that's in the show notes or in my profile or shoot me a message. All right, so diving deeper, these three points that I really want you to internalize Um, to help you get around counting calories. So the first thing is, you have day-to-day changes with your calorie requirements. And unless you are in a lab setting, and you can actually assess these, it's really hard. And even clinicians and dietitians like me, whenever we are coming up with a calorie count, which I hate to do, it is still an estimate. You have to do certain lab procedures to really, in certain different assessments, to really be able to tell what amount of calories your body's using and so what amount of calories you need. And so those day-to-day changes, you know, that there's a lot of things that factor into that as women well think about it you know you may have it might be it might be really hot so your body needs um your body's burning more um calories you're needing more water and um you know that's just one factor you might be sick you might be on your period you might be growing a baby you might be weaning a baby You have all these different changes that happen constantly. And so if you are focused on that one number, that specific calorie number, you might be way overdoing it. You might be way underdoing it. And you might be counting completely wrong. Most of us are. Most of you are. That's just how it goes. Those are the facts. And so day-to-day changes change your requirement. So why would you want to focus on that one number when it changes? Okay, so the next thing is when you are focusing on a calorie count, a number, that is an external factor. You are worrying about or you are letting something outside of your body dictate how much your body needs. So instead of focusing on an external cue, the number of calories, the you know, or any other thing like the macros, a percent of fat, the this and this and that and that, you want to be able to focus on internal cues. Your internal cues are actually really good when you learn to listen to them, when you go through the process outlined in the baby weight method, when you learn to recognize your hunger your thirst, your your specific cravings, when you can recognize all of those, you're listening to your body and your internal cues will help you regulate so much more effectively. Okay. So the external cue versus the internal cue. We want to flip the switch to internal and that's hard. And you might need support with that. That's what I help my clients get like work on and break through listening to those internal cues. Okay, so that was one, two, and three. I ran together one and two. However, here's just another food for thought. So, whenever they're labeling packages, so this will be number three. <laughs> this is a new number three. Number three, whenever they're labeling packages, the label on the back can be up to 20% wrong. So, geez that's a lot. 20% is a huge margin of error. So if you are relying heavily on these packages, they could just be wrong. It could have the wrong amount of fat, it, which means it would have a different level of calories. If they label it wrong as um, you know, the, the wrong amount of carbohydrates, That affects the overall calories. So relying again on an external cue, the label on the package to tell you how much specifically your body needs, you know, I'm going to eat only 100 calories of this. So that's only one handful. Is that really 100 calories? I don't know. I'm not going to test the product. You're not going to test the product. We have faith and we try to do our best and just believe in the companies, you know, to whatever degree you do that. But there is a lot of error in packaging. And um, so that's just point three. You can't just rely on the external cue, on the calorie, on the package, all of it. You have to be able to listen to yourself. So, you know, making that change is hard, which is why I said that, sorry, I bumped my computer here. Making that change is hard, which is why I said that, you know, I give my clients systems to start to listen to your body, like a visual cue and a a certain number cue. And then once you fall into this pattern, it's like clockwork. You don't think about it anymore. You don't think about the number of vegetables. You don't think about the number, the grams of protein. You've got it down and you're listening. And you can also recognize when something's missing. You have that you you develop these really cool tools. It's awesome whenever you can realize, you know, I've been snacking a lot. Let me see. I guess my protein intake's been kind of low. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna focus on that for a few days and see how I feel and go from there. And you make these changes and you it's amazing how much more intuitive it is than counting calories. And counting calories sucks. <laughs> The very last time I ever tried to count calories was after my first son was born. I was doing my dietetic internship. And let's see, no, I had just finished it and I was studying for my dietitian exam. My husband was deployed. I was not comfortable in my body. I was like, I was still lost in diet culture, to tell you the truth. And I was trying to count calories and I was like, (laughs) I cannot remember though time I fed my son, the time, the number of wet diapers he's had, the number of poops he's had, the, the time I fed myself, the, how much water I've taken and calories and do all of this. It was just like blowing my mind, you know, on lack of sleep and all the things. And so that was it. That was the very last time. And since then I have done tons of work on myself, diving into, um, food freedom and really listening to my body and looking at mindful eating and trying to break down the rules for myself. And in turn, you know, I am now able to see the differences and help other women do it. So help other women listen to their bodies, help you listen to your body and, you know, do this the right way. And so I um, just would encourage you to think about you know these three points again you know to to help you if you're kind of stuck in that diet culture side of things where you want to keep counting calories or you feel like that's the gold standard so remember you have day to day changes your body is changing so your calorie requirements are changing you want to be able to listen to your internal cues your hunger cues your thirst cues and those labels are often wrong. (laughs) Okay. So if you need help with this, reach out, let me know. I would uh, just love to support you through this as you're working to figure out how to feel good in your body. And it's never about the number on the scale. It's about how you're feeling inside, how you're showing up for yourself and how you're showing up for others. So I appreciate you watching this. I appreciate you listening to this. I hope it was helpful. If it was helpful, let me know. (laughs) I say that so definitively. Let me know. Shoot me a message or screenshot it and post it to your stories. If it is helpful, I want to know if more conversations like this are the way we should go. You know, if you need to help to get past some of these roadblocks and you need to understand why, you know, it's one thing. Somebody's knocking again. Hold on. It's one thing for someone to say, you don't have to count calories. But to really break that down and figure, like, give yourself permission to go about it a different way is tough. So, um, yeah. So if this is helpful and you want more like this, you know, helping you get through some of these roadblocks, let me know. And I would love it if you would leave me a review for this podcast, okay? I, that would be the best way to help the podcast grow. So if you're watching on Facebook, you know, find my podcast, Baby Weight Nutritionist. And if you're listening to the podcast, open your phone right now, leave a written review. You don't have to use your name. You can put in like whatever secret code you want. If you don't want anybody to know it was you, you know, you can like, instead of Kristen, I could be like, okay, Bob, whatever. Um, But it just would help reach other women. And that's the goal here. We want to help everybody else, all these moms feel good in their bodies too. So if you have friends, if you have families, family, um, family members who are moms, like sisters, uh, cousins, you know, share this with them, leave a written review for the podcast. And I just, um, hope to hear from you guys. All right. Have a good one. See ya.